Good evening and welcome to the second special Dutch News election podcast. We have been uh, keeping an eye on everything that has happened here in the Netherlands and we'll give you an update on the Dutch elections. So the biggest news of this election is voting turnout. Uh, this election cycle is through the roof. Uh, turnout was at about 73%. That was recorded at 745 this evening, which is almost the turnout of the 2012 elections. Uh, polls do not close until 9 o'clock, which is about three minutes from now from the uh, recording time. So we're not quite sure. Uh, we have seen some reports that the polling stations in The Hague and Rotterdam will stay open until they clear the lines. So for people that are in line, stay in line, you will be able to vote there so we will see yes um uh, if they have uh, ballots left yes uh turnout was so high that people had to wait outside to cast their ballots at a fair amount of polling places which with today's weather wasn't too bad of course uh in amsterdam the hague and tilburg extra ballots needed to be printed and in some uh polling stations in utrecht they had to close early because they ran out of ballots uh forcing voters to cast their votes in other stations at the municipality uh, this morning we discussed some of the oddest locations where the Dutch could vote and especially at these places the unusually high turnout was noticed. The uninhabited island in the Marker Meer Lake welcomed 1300 voters who had to overcome a three and a half hour boat journey to get there. Another popular voting station was the uh, Adem Tower across the Amsterdam Central Station, uh, where on top of the tower the highest polling station of the country was installed. Voters had to wait almost an hour to cast their votes, which wasn't a problem of course with the view over Amsterdam. Extra voting booths needed to be placed there to uh, process the amount of people uh, uh, the view attracted. And they did uh, waive the fee to go up to the top, right, to be able to vote? Uh, no, I think this uh, this time it was, uh, it was for free. I think the uh, museum with the tomb uh, where you can vote next to a Egyptian oh, temple. Oh yes, uh, yes, you, you still pay. had to pay. Yeah, to usually it was 12 euros and 50 cents to uh, go uh, to the top of the tower, but uh, today it was for free. Yeah, uh, so you could get a free uh, free trip to the top of the tip, tower with you your could, balloting. Yeah, and you could enjoy the fuel while you were casting your ballot. Excellent. The living room polling station in Marla was very popular. We heard this morning that Christian Uni leader Geert Jan Segers cast his ballot there, and he wasn't alone. The turnout in this polling station was over 200%, and that is because more people voted there than the district's eligible inhabitants uh you are eligible to do this if you apply in advance to be able to vote outside yeah, of your or if you live inside the municipality then you can cast your votes uh, at every polling at station, your polling station yeah. right uh so vim and ellie served everyone coffee and after five they uh, started their borrel so uh yeah they were, they announced this uh, in advance that they would serve uh, some nice dutch liquor to everyone who, uh, yes. who cast so the hopefully an excellent uh and and gezellig experience uh, <laughs> yeah molly that. will definitely vote her uh, vote there Yes, should I ever be able to vote in Dutch national elections, I do plan on driving to Overijssel uh, from where I live in Delft to uh, be served some nice do, Dutch do you Do you prefer this living room over the uninhabited island? I think so. I think this is uh, uh, better. I, I think I would go to the uh, to the uh, Tweede Kamer building. Uh, oh, that, uh, they, that is also They installed nice. a polling station over there. That's where Gordon uh, uh, was standing Yes, he was out all day. day. We had some pictures from him. Uh, a, a very long line uh, of, uh, of people that wanted to vote uh, uh, inside the parliament building yes so of course very impressive of course and uh, another odd dutch thing is the uh, stemmen stomper it's a uh, wooden pole that is used to press the cast pellets deeper into the ballot box to increase its capacity since the boxes are of course sealed needless to say uh, that at large number of polling stations the stemmen stomper needed to be used i want a stem and st can i get a stemmen stomper sure somewhere? you can uh, make it yourself i think everyone just made it themselves <laughs> it's, it's just a wooden just pole just a broom handle yeah Room, yeah, you yeah. can use that as well, and then just uh, start stamping and yes. uh, 
you, know, you have more room. In some unfortunate election news, a KLM flight from Curacao was canceled, and as a result, dozens of Dutch voters were stranded on the island. Unfortunately, they will not arrive in the country on time, so they will not be eligible to vote. You would think that uh, KLM could set up a polling station and yeah, <laughs> wow, that would that would be amazing. Yeah, a polling station cool. in the middle of the air. But of course, they must have been able to not been able to get them the ba- the ballots and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, indeed. I think this is a good idea for next time. Yeah. We, we will tweet KLM. Yes, and let's let's send a message to KLM suggesting this plan. And uh, Molly, you're going to love this. Uh, we also heard that uh, Erik van Bommel's dog from Enschede ate his voting papers or stempels. He uh, left it on the table, and his dog Neo thought it was an excellent snack. So van Bommel couldn't vote. Uh, he wanted to vote PvdA, so that is a pity for Mr. Lodewijk Usher, who is uh, expected to uh, lose uh, a lot of seats in Parliament after this election. Uh, so if the dog eats your stem pass, then you are not eligible to vote, huh? No, because that's your proof that you uh, you can vote you and can that you vote. hadn't voted yeah, yet. So that's true. Interesting. So uh, unfortunately for him, uh, he can't uh, he can't vote. Fortunately, uh, my dog Murphy did not eat uh, my boyfriend Niels's stem pass today, so he was uh, able to vote without oh. a problem. So Paul, I think we're going to go. Uh, uh, go to Gordon, who is uh, still in the Hague. Yes, he's sto- still strolling around the Binnenhof uh, Hopefully square. Hopefully not still stalking Jesse Klaver, which is what he was doing the last time yes. we talked to him. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're going to talk to him for a minute about turnout and his general uh, election day experiences. Yes. Good evening, Gordon. Hello, good evening. You spent your entire day walking around uh, the Hague, didn't you? Uh, not quite the whole day, but uh, sizable parts of it, yes. And it was a lovely day for walking around the Hague as well. Yeah, it was excellent weather. It was. Uh, yeah, it was uh-huh. very nice. Paul and I uh, went to vote. Well, Paul voted, and I did not. And yeah. I you went to watch. I went to watch. Well, you ca- you cast my ballot there. Paul did very generously allow me to put his ballot into the ballot box. So I suppose technically I voted. And then uh, we went for an ice cream cone. So it was a very pleasant uh, election experience. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it was a very productive day around. Well done. Agreed. <laughs> so uh, what were people saying out in the uh, out in the Hague today? So there's been a very high turnout of the election today. Um, it looks like they're on course for uh, maybe uh, more than 80% turnout. A few minutes ago that uh, the Hague had, uh, had gone past 70% percent was an hour to go. Uh, so lots of people there, and certainly I was um, in Parliament Square in the Binnenhof, and uh, there was a queue of people, you know, uh, all the way back from the polling station in the corner of the square, uh, all the way back to the, the entrance. So you know, and that's a good kind of hundred people, and it's been like that for most of the day. Yeah, just to a few voters, they seem fairly upbeat. I think the thing that uh, came through from a lot of people I spoke to was that they really want to, you know, make sure that you know, they can actually get a government together after the election. The mm-hmm. question, obviously, is going to be. You know, is any kind of coalition possible? And and did you speak to voters that usually don't vote? No, I think most of the people I spoke to. I mean, obviously, I spoke to people who were voting in the centre of the Hague. So I think those kinds of people are more yeah. likely to vote anyway. Um, so no, they, they, these are kind of regular voters uh, or some uh, first-time voters because they were younger. Uh, but no, they're, they're all obviously quite keen to keen to vote and um, quite keen to have their uh, to have their say. So the first voters were excited to vote. Yeah, the first-time voters are obviously um, yeah, excited to have the chance to vote. Yeah, I have to say um, that the uh, the attitude today both online and offline has been uh, incredibly positive. Of course, Paul and I were in Delft. We went into the polling station there. The polling workers were very cheerful. Everyone standing in line was very cheerful. We went afterwards to get an ice cream. Everyone (laughs) in line for ice cream had just come from voting or was just going to voting was very cheerful. And even... uh, even sort of manning the, uh, the the Twitter feed and keeping an eye on the Facebook page today, that we've gotten lots, Dutch News has gotten lots of compliments, so thanks to all of our listeners who have sent stuff in uh, to us on Twitter and Facebook, even uh, uh, the comments on the website have been very positive, I mean there's been of course there are always, you know, sort of trolls but I, I was pleasantly surprised at the 
number of positive things people have been saying to us on the internet, which is not usually something that you hear from someone. So. Good to hear. Good to I'm hear. not sure uh, who yeah. put the Zoloft in the uh, in the Dutch water supply today, but they uh, really cranked yeah. the dose up. I I'm think. sure the weather helped. Yeah, the weather. Yeah, I mean, I think it's made a difference when the sun comes out. So good for good yeah. for turnout and uh, good for uh, good for the general attitude. I think the weather. Uh, so uh, a very high uh, uh, turnout is expected. Uh, is it a record? Uh, something near a record? Uh, I don't know if it's a record. I think uh, in 2006 uh, it got over 80%, and uh, if that wasn't a record, it must have been very close. Um, and then we're on course for that, or maybe even slightly more this time. So certainly, I mean, last time was 75%, I think. So uh, we're definitely going to beat that, um, and possibly by a margin. Yeah, so a quarter to eight, the turnout was 70%, uh, so it's mm. uh, very high. Yeah, it's yeah, um, it's quite impressive. Do you, uh, do you think, Gordon, that that has anything to do with sort of, I hate to continue bringing this conversation back to builders, but <laughs> with builders, or is, do we just think the turnout is is weather and sort of yeah general participation related as opposed to kind of a vote for or against uh, uh, Mr. Builders? Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, I, I don't think it's just uh, down to Builders things. I mean, um, perhaps partly because um, although I'm only guessing that uh, it's because the margins are so tight, people are really aware that you know, a couple of you know maybe a thousand or so votes can really change the position of a party. In the um, you know, in the running order, and that makes a big difference to whether or not they'll end up in the coalition. So I think people really got a sense that every vote counts, as they're more likely to go out and vote. And partly, I think certainly the mood from the people I spoke to, which obviously wasn't necessarily a representative sample, was that they, they really wanted to try and uh, put a government together. And I think there was certainly a mood of uh, maybe not quite anti-builders, but in the sense of um, you know, one person I spoke to certainly said he just had enough of politicians who just constantly said no to everything. He wanted to see um, a kind of what is called the Rainbow Coalition of Parties Across the Spectrum working together, because that's what people in the Netherlands are, are used to. Okay, Gordon, thanks. We will uh, be back with you on Friday. Bye-bye. So Molly, um, it's uh, 9 o'clock right now, it's a few minutes after 9, and uh, that means that the exit polls of the NOS uh, are about to come in. Are you uh, excited? I am very, very excited. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's take a look. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is the first time that we're looking at these numbers uh, too, because, well, we just, uh, we're just recording it uh, just after 9, so, uh, so let's, let's take a look. So let's note for the listeners that these are exit polls, not the official results. We will probably not have official results until tomorrow. Uh, so, exit polling, VVV wow. predicted with 31, PVV 19, CDA 19, D66 19, GroenLink 16, SP 14, and a walloping uh, 9 for the PVDA. Wow, that's a drop of uh, 29 seats uh, compared to the 2012. Yeah, so certainly the uh, the left-leaning Labour Party is uh, is definitely down uh, tremendously, down 29 yes, seats, as Paul 75%. said. 75%, wow. The uh, left-leaning uh, GroenLinks is the uh, big winner. I think tonight they are yeah. 12 seats so Yasa Klaver I'm sure is having a very good evening celebrating yes he uh, quadrupled his uh, his number of seats he uh, started with four in the 2012 election so congratulations to him yes so the current prime minister's party uh, the Vevide is uh, down 10 which is not a great show. Yeah, well, well it, it is a loss compared to the 2012 elections. Uh, he started with 41 seats in 2012. He's now uh, 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 expected to have 31 seats, the, uh, 10 seats down. But still, it is the largest party in uh, in, in 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 the parliament. So yeah, by, by he, 10 seats, he is the wow. winner, even though he lost some yeah. uh, some yeah, seats yeah, that's though. True. Um, and so, 
So, and his closest rival, uh, let's talk about the PVV. Yes. So, the PVV is up four seats from 2012, so they are now predicted to hold 19 seats over their 15 current seats. Yes, so that's a big blow for the international press. Uh, right, who has been touting this as a major <laughs> uh, a, a Trump exit, some sort of... Yes, yeah, yeah, and and they tie with Christian Democrats of CDA and the uh, the uh, Sister Party. So, do you think there'll be a lot of uh, foreign journalists uh, interviewing uh, Mr. Buma <laughs> of the uh, CDA and uh, Mr. Pechtold of the Sister Sista, given I think that they, they are all uh, holding 19 <laughs> seats in Parliament now? I think they must now because uh, there are a factor. Yes, they, you know, I want at least 12 to 15 think pieces on uh, <laughs> on uh, Mr. Pechtold. Wow, that would be very, very boring. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, but we, if you did uh, 12 to 15 think pieces on Pechtold, you could use a lot of uh, his facial gifts from uh, uh, yeah, 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 so yeah. my, my and, uh, favorite part of the election so and far. And Boomer's uh, Boomer. Yes. So the humor, humor of uh, Boomer is called yeah. Boomer. Boomer, yeah. So yeah. see, there, there could be something good yes. there. Uh, and let's take a look at the uh, smaller parties. Uh, we have uh, the Christian Union. They had five seats in 2012. They are now up with one to six. Uh, the Animal Party, they had two seats in Parliament and are now uh, up uh, with three to five, so that's. I assume at least three of those seats came from Murphy voting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Murphy is uh, Molly's dog for uh, for our listeners. Uh, and the fifty plus party of Hank Cole is uh, has doubled. Uh, they uh, went from two seats in two thousand twelve to four now. So perhaps his helicopter ride around the country <laughs> helped him in the uh, in the end. So yes. Dank is up. Uh, they're up one, right? So they were uh, they they had two from the uh, the split off, and now uh, they yeah. have three. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a party of the. Uh, uh, split off of the PVDA members. They were Turkish. They were expected to uh, attract a lot of votes from uh, Turkish uh, uh, voters from Turkish descent or Moroccan descent. Um, but they were expected around four or five seats in in some polls. So um, yeah, they are a bit disappointing. And as uh, the uh, VNL and the Hain uh, Pile uh, Article Ain also uh, they all took uh, took zero seats yes. in this. So. Yes. Um, Jan Rose not having a not having a good night. No, he needs. He 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 said, "I'm going to eat my hat if uh, if I don't get any seats." So uh, I really hope there is a gif of. Uh, uh, yeah, we will, hat. There, there will. There will probably be a video released uh, <laughs> very soon. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yes. And okay, so what does this mean for coalitions, Paul? Uh, for coalitions, well, uh, uh, we discussed uh, the past weeks about this core coalition. That's the most likely coalition to happen. Uh, that's the Favor Day Party, the CDA Party, and the D6. Party, they now have, based on these exit polls, uh, 69 seats in Parliament. Of course, you need a, a 76 uh, s- uh, seats coalition to have a majority in uh, in Parliament. So they need um, an- another partner. So they can go, for example, with the uh, theoretically they could join with the PVDA, even though uh, the PVDA is losing 75% of its seats, so they're probably not going to uh, be uh, very happy in uh, forming another coalition now. Yeah, so, so the, uh, the the pro sort of coalition with the PVDA would be that they would also have a uh, majority of seats in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, the negative is is that the PVDA is probably going home to lick their wounds tonight and regroup yeah, and maybe unwilling to participate. Yeah, they, in they really need to uh, start from the, from the bottom again. So then the uh, other obvious choice, of course, would be Groen uh, Links with uh, Mr. Yeah. Klaver. Yeah, that would uh, lead to an 85-seat uh, coalition, so that's a majority. Or uh, that, that that could be possible as well. They could 
would team up with the uh, two Christian parties, the uh, Christian Union and the SGP. Right, or, or some sort of combination of maybe yeah. some of these, a couple of these smaller parties, because yeah. uh, with uh, with 69 seats and only needing uh, uh, seven more, you could you could do it with, yeah, uh, the um, the Partei van de Diere and Denk or something along those yes, lines. Yes, but that would be a very interesting uh, uh, choice uh, uh, as a coalition party, because, of course, Partei van de Diere is very left-wing. Yes. Um, they are miles apart from uh, from, from Fevere and Sede as well, so uh, that would be interesting. Um yeah, and the other coalition, uh, uh, the Rode Hood coalition between CDA, D66, GroenLinks, and SP. Um, we'll get them 68 PvdA. seats, right? They will yeah. get 68 if you don't include PvdA. And if you include PvdA, then uh, 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 you will get uh, 67. So uh, that's... Uh, uh, no, you would get a uh, seventy-six. Uh, seventy-six. Sorry, so, so that that's would be uh, just enough. Just enough. So that's not a very uh, ideal situation to have right. a, a coalition. So, uh, w- interestingly enough, we have uh, three parties that are tying, and uh, we have CDA, D66, and PVV. Right. All, all with nineteen. All seats. with nineteen seats. So that's very interesting. Uh, I think we can say that the VVD is the uh, winner in terms of the largest party. Yeah, of course. But the, um, but the biggest winner, of course, is Kroenlinks. Uh, Kroenlinks, yeah. And the biggest loser is the uh, the Labour Party. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So I, um, this is what we've got for uh, exit polling for tonight. Um, so we will be back with you on Friday to discuss the actual election results. As we said, uh, all of our discussion just now is based on exit polls, which, of course, uh, may be uh, not totally accurate. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. Dutch News is doing uh, live blogging and live tweeting as more information comes in. So you can check us out online at dutchnews.nl and follow us on Twitter at dutchnewsnl. Uh, Until Friday, I'm Molly. I'm Paul Peters. Yeah, we'll be back with you on Friday.